Hello, everyone. This is Make It A Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So, Katie, how are you? Tell us what's up. What's going on with you? I am very good, Evan. I'm having one of those weeks where it's like, what's going to go wrong? What's going to happen? Because it all seems too good to be true at the minute. Um, got a car last week, same day I got a job offer. Um, it's not set in stone yet. I'm starting college on tours day. That's why my job's not set in stone. I have to give my hours for that. And got a new laptop yesterday. Like, it's for, like, birthdays and stuff. But I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like something's going to go wrong. What about you? How are you? I'm not having that kind of week. Everything seems to go fucking wrong for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I am grand. Uh, just getting on with life trying to make a difference for myself in order to move forward instead mm-hmm. of being stuck in this weird situation that I'm in but it will all work out I'm saying it on here okay. uh, it will all it will all work out and a lot's happened this week um Taylor Swift is in Belfast I've seen that yeah a busker I... that I follow she was at his gig and stayed for his three hour set oh my god <laughs> why do we have to live in Dublin why can we live in Belfast where Taylor Swift is she doesn't want to come here well, I mean, like, I'm not her biggest fan, but, like, I thought that was pretty nice of her. Um, his name was Tiernan Heffron, I think, um, or something like that. It's one of them. But he put a picture up with her, and um, she was like, where can I keep up with you? And it possibly got his Instagram, I'm assuming. And, yeah. Yeah, that's why we love Taylor. And also, Conor McGregor's back on his shit again, but we're not going to talk about him. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I have to I had to stop shopping with Pullenberry because they brought out a McGregor shirt and I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Anyway, we're gonna move on and talk about this week's topic, which Katie will introduce now as she always does. I will indeed. So this week we're gonna talk about a truly underrated film. Can you hear that in the background? No, not really. Sorry, perfect. Um I just it's very distracting for me, my demon dog. So yeah. This week we're going to talk about an extremely underrated film about a pampered pet society mouse, if you will. So let's get flushed away. Evan, what is your history with flushed away? Um, my history with flushed away. I remember seeing it in the cinema. I would have been like ten years old. Mm. Um, and I remember at the time really liking it. I had the what the toy of Rita from McDonald's that they give out in the Happy Meal at that yeah. time. And yeah, I thought she was cool. Uh, I don't eat McDonald's anymore for political reasons. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, so I don't know why I had to include that, but I did. Um, So yeah, my history flush away. I watched it when I was 10 in the cinema. Remember, really liked it. I had the toy of Rita. Got it on DVD at one point, I think, for like my birthday or something. Mm. And I remember I would watch it quite often uh last time I watched it was a few years ago with my niece and she was a little bit younger and then watched it today in preparation for the podcast Kate what's your history with Flushed Away yeah mine's similar now I didn't see it in the cinema but I remember seeing the trailers for it that was one specific thing I remember seeing the trailers everywhere and I was like I really want to see this film like it looks so good um and yeah and then I remember I had it on like pirate dvd because it was I know I'm admitting a crime here but it wasn't me as my ma so she, like <laughs> but like I was only what like yeah nine ten like so what me 
want to admit that on here. Jesus Christ, we'll get arrested. I would be all right. They don't know my address. <laughs> Sorry. It's 642. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, so um, that is pretty much my history with I have to say it was one of those films when I was younger. First of all, I didn't have many DVDs. But mm-hmm. second of all, it was one of those films that I used to watch all the time. Like, all the time. I loved it. Like, I wore out the, the disc off of it. Like, I loved it. Um, and then, yeah, I hadn't revisited it for a good few years, like you said there, until the other day I watched it in preparation for this. Okay, well, I'm going to recap the movie Flushed Away for the listeners and for you as well. Mm. <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. Um, so Flushed Away, we open with a family are getting ready to leave their home to go on holiday. So a little girl named Tabitha leaves food for Roddy, who is her pet mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roddy is happy to uh, be alone and he's bearing music. He tries on dolls' clothes and starts playing with uh, some of the girls, the Tabitha's dolls. Um, so like Toy Story, except they don't talk. Um, he puts on a suit and makes popcorn to watch a film. And then he goes to sleep that night, uh, says goodnight, but no one says goodnight back. And he wakes up to a sound coming from the kitchen. So he goes to inspect and he sees a sewer rat named, a sewer rat named Sid shows up. So Roddy is played by Hugh Jackman. Sid is played by Shane Ritchie, who I have a lot to say on later. Mm-hmm. Um, he eats uh, all, uh, Sid eats all the food and Roddy wants him to leave. And he, uh, Sid watches the football and Roddy tells him to leave again. Sid says it is his house now. Roddy tricks Sid into thinking the toilet is a jacuzzi. Sid is about to jump in, but tricks Roddy and then pushes him into the toilet and flushes him away. Rude. <laughs> so Roddy uh, ends up on, in the sewer and then when Roddy's down there he encounters a slug and screams he talks himself to try and calm himself down and to, and he has he realizes he has, he has to try and find his way home he's surrounded by slugs and then runs away again so Roddy finds what he thinks is a way out but falls onto a mural of what looks like London in the sky Um. Roddy is now in what appears to be a miniature version of London in the sewers. After further chaos ensues, uh, a police rat is going to give him a police escort home. He gets that off with a warning and a sea captain tells him to talk to the captain of the Jammy Dodger. Mm -hmm. So Roddy goes to a dark part of the sewer and finds the Jammy Dodger. He gets on the boat because and behind him is a giant mechanical hand that's being controlled. So the hand picks him up and he's greeted by uh, Rita, who is the captain, who's also voiced by Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone is looking for her and she disguises the boat. Roddy says he'll be quiet as a mouse, but accidentally blows the air horn. Their cover is blown and the rats end up finding Rita. He falls off the boat and Rita and Robbie are taken hostage by Whitey. Uh, Spikey is... Uh, the boss is looking for a ruby and Spikey's interrogating them. And Rita tells him to check the tin. He opens it and it turns out it's one of those prank tins that goes flying up in the air. Roddy pleads with Rita to tell him to let him go, but she tells them he's a jewel thief. So Spikey uses the Persuader, which is a puppet, uh, wooden kind of puppet thing, to intimidate them. 
So Bradley tells them the ruby is in Rita's back pocket. Uh, Spike and his... Uh, Spike and... What's his name? Whitey. Take the ruby. Uh, there, And then they're on the way to meet the boss. So the boss, who's voiced by Ian McKellen, has the ruby back. And Rita says it belongs to her father. Roddy tells him he found the ruby. Uh, he's found the ruby. Uh, asks if he can get back to uh, back to his home. The boss is impressed and shows and shows Roddy his uh, memorabilia of the royal family and other British collectible uh, souvenirs. The boss places the jewel uh, in his collection. Roddy calls his collection amusing. Roddy accidentally destroys the collection. The boss tells him. The boss tells his men to ice them. So Rita and Roddy get tied together and are meant to be iced. So Rita tells them she has a paper clip in her back pocket. They escape and Rita has the ruby yet again. Rita is about to leave Roddy and he uh, he zip lines with her. They fall and Spike, Spikey and Whitey uh, go after them and they fall. Uh, Rita fashions a belt out of the uh, the manual wire and leaves Roddy. Roddy falls again and follows Rita. So Spikey and Whitey uh, chase after Roddy. Roddy spots Rita on her boat and is on the bridge. The bridge opens and Roddy falls onto Rita's boat. Rita almost loses the ruby. Roddy tells her it's false. It's fake, sorry. Uh, she doesn't believe him. Roddy smashes it to prove it is fake and she punches him. So she starts throwing things at him and because she's really, really upset and Roddy wants to make it up to her. If she gets him home, she can take the diamonds or and any jewel she wants from the owner's jewellery box. The boss is talking to his children and Spike and Whitey uh, come back. He now, wants, he now wants the master cable, which Rita had fashioned into a belt. He throws Spike and Whitey out. Rita talks Roddy, takes Roddy to his house and it's her family home. Sorry, to her house. <clears throat> Rita's brother spots Roddy outside and Rita's grandmother hopes it's Tom Jones. So they invite him in for dinner and they think Roddy is Rita's boyfriend. So Rita needs her dad's maps and tells them Roddy is from up top. Roddy sings some Tom Jones songs uh, to the delight of Rita's granny, who is very horny. Um, <laughs> Roddy uh, offers to do the dishes uh, and then Roddy leaves on Rita's boat. So Rita's dad falls into the water and Rita's grandmother swims after the boat because she still thinks he's Tom Jones. The next day, Roddy is still on the boat and calls home. The phone uh, falls Sid answers and then the phone falls into the water. He passes by some singing slugs as the boat uh, breaks down. Spikey and Whitey find out they're uh, heading to they're heading to London. Uh, Roddy shocks himself in an attempt to restart the boat. Rita shows up. He tells her he thought they'd sell him to the toad. Rita puts him on a rubber duck. And gives him an object he uses an oar, which is a guitar. So he starts singing. She tells him back on the boat. She lets him back in the boat, sorry. Uh, 
Roddy asks Rita to give him a job and he is cleaning off the barnacles or the dirt at the side of the boat. So Spikey and Whitey show, show up and this leads to a big chase scene. Spikey ends up on the boat and Rita ejects him from it by speeding it up. So Spikey and Whitey, uh, they're both drowned and Rita and Roddy have a moment. The boss yells at Spikey and Whitey and sends the frog to find Rita and Roddy. So <clears throat> the boss pulls out a scrapbook and we learn that he once belonged to Prince Charles. This is when the frog shows up and he has henchmen. So Rita and Roddy are eating dinner and she says she misjudged him. They're settling down for the night and she asks him what he does. He says he's in a boy band and lies about his life. He says that he's happy and has lots of friends and family. They fall asleep. Uh, the next morning, they're getting closer to home and LaFrog's henchmen show up. They hop on board and Rita tells them to go and LaFrog shows up. Uh, the boss talks, talks to them via mobile phone. He reveals he wants the master cable and he reveals it's for the World Cup final. They prepare to fight and Roddy distracts them uh, with a fly. LaFrog and Rita fight and they enter a dangerous part of the sewer. The boat's hanging on to a pipe. Uh, LaFrog takes the master cable. Roddy and Rita fashion a parachute and take back the master cable. They're over London and land in Roddy's home. Roddy shows her the jewels. Rita and Roddy are saying goodbye and she walks and she wants a tour. He is uh, showing her around and she spots a cage. She spots his cage. Uh, she realizes uh, he's all alone and then Sid walks in. So Roddy tells her, uh, Roddy tells her that Sid is his brother. Um, but it turns out that uh, Rita and Sid know each other. So Roddy and Rita say goodbye and uh, some slugs show up singing Lonely. Uh, Sid is watching the football and an angry Roddy tells him to move over. Roddy realises the boss is waiting until halftime to flush away the entire rat city. Spike and Spikey and Whitey uh, have Rita. LaFrog takes the cable and the boss plugs it in. Roddy wants Sid to flush him and leaves Sid in his owner's care. And Roddy gets flushed again. The grand opening is about to happen, and Rita will be Rita will be dropped in. Roddy saves Rita. They have they have Rita and Roddy at, at this point, and the boss wants to repopulate the city with toads, which are his children. Um. So, so they're about to leave, and they freeze Lefrog's henchmen. So the whistle blows for halftime and the flood is about to begin. The boss has Rita and Roddy tricks him into tricks him into getting his tongue stuck in the cogs. And the boss throws Rita and Roddy uh, using LaFrog's tongue to save her. So Roddy uses LaFrog's tongue to save her. Sorry, I read that wrong. Um, uh, the, the wave that's heading towards the city freezes and the city is saved. Roddy asks Rita if he wants to build a jammy dodger too, and he if he if she needs a first mate, they build the boat and they're they're rolling on the river as the song says, and then that's the end of the movie. But we also get a mid credit scene where Roddy's owners come home and Sid is on the couch, and it turns out that they have brought home a cat, <laughs> and that is the end of the movie. Aww. Let's get into a discussion. 
Yeah, um, the movie, it's just a mad movie, to be fair. Like, um, I just feel like it's like a fever dream of a film. I'm like, who even came up with that? Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of this movie. I'm sorry. Are you not? No. See, I am, but I think it's because of, like, nostalgia, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, obviously didn't feel the same about it when I watched it the other day as I did when I was a child mm-hmm. but I don't know I think there's something like endearing about it or something yeah there is there is yeah um yeah I don't know what it is for me I don't think I didn't think it was that good of a story I'm not the biggest fan of this kind of animation this kind of like yeah. claymation kind of thing um like I loved Chicken Run when I was a kid but I haven't watched it since I was a kid um yeah I just really don't really like that kind of claymation animation. I don't know. It's just really weird for me to watch. Well, it um, was this company's first one that wasn't stop motion. It was all computerized. It was the only one from Chicken Run, Wallace and Gromit. And this one, this was the only one that was actually not stop motion. Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but you do get your Wallace and Grandma vibes and your Chicken Room vibes from it, though it is very, you can tell it was made. I didn't even know it was made by the same creators till I looked it up, but watching it, I was like, no, it definitely is. Yeah, there's lots of cool Easter eggs to like Madagascar and Wallace and Gromit in there as well. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't say this in my history to say this part. When I was younger, and I feel like this for a lot of people, the thing that really got people into it was the slugs. Yeah. Yeah, like the slugs were very like they're so like simple and like I don't say they're like a small part of the film because they're not because I feel like they are actually what kind of makes the film in in their own sense. But um, they're very like slapstick and just like they're just they're just I mean this like not in a in offensive way, but just like stupid comedy. Do you know what I mean? They're like the minions. Dumb, like, yeah, like, <laughs> but pe- when people love them and, you know, the whole, like, lonely and then, like, when they do their little, like, oohs and ahs and, like, they join in on jokes and on the songs and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. Do you think Shane Ritchie still brags that he's in the movie with you, Jackman and Kate Winslet? <laughs> yeah, probably. To God be bless him. God bless him. So for, anyone who doesn't know, for anyone who doesn't know, Shane Ritchie was Alfie Moon on EastEnders and hasn't really done much since. No. Except that one talk show where it was like finish the lyrics or something. That's what I was about to say, because he probably still brags that he was in EastEnders. Like. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I know. I, I actually, like, not that I like him because I know he's a bit problematic, but like, yeah. again, I think it's all about nostalgia for me. Um, I, I used to love Alfie and Kat on EastEnders. But <laughs> I genuinely thought that it was Hugh Grant that was in this film, not Hugh Jackman. I feel like they sound very alike. Hugh Jackman is doing a British accent, so and actually it's not that far off. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I was like, is Hugh Jackman British? No, he's not. He's Australian. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, like... I don't know, I could have Googled that, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, I genuinely thought it was Hugh Grant. Oh my God. But it's not, obviously. It's, it's not. not, it's Hugh Jackman, Greatest yeah. Showman, Wolverine. Greatest yeah. Showman, Wolverine. And then you've got Rose from Titanic, then you've got Hugh Alfie from EastEnders. He was in Les Mis as well. Or I can't. 
<laughs> I'm not dissing you, Dark. The only one dissing is Shane Ritchie. No, I know, but I was just saying, like, you forgot to say he was in Lame Miz. I haven't seen the British Shaman still. What? Yeah, I know. You need help. I know, I know, I know. And um, everyone says that to me. They're all so shocked. I haven't seen that or La La Land. But anyway, that's for a different day. Right, okay, right. We're moving on. We're moving on. This is um, another film where Kate Winslet is on a boat. Oh, God. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. I feel like she's in something else with the ocean as well. Jesus Christ, she'll never be out of it. No, they'll be like, right, whore. That girl. <laughs> <laughs> Give me whore. The one on the boat. No. <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually remember about her character Rita. I remember really liking Rita's kind of whole, uh, like everything. Like Rita, I thought Rita was really cool and badass, and she wasn't as cool as I remember her to be. Yeah, I feel like she was a bit of an arsehole when I watched it back. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't blame her. He just like walked his, he just waddled his way into the boat like way. True, I know, and he was a bit of like a, like a poshy, you know, like a bit of a like stuck up he was he had he had his notions about him like mm. definitely had his notions about him living in his little golden cage um but yeah i definitely do think it's like a feel-good film i won't put it up there like on the same peg as finding nemo because that was my ultimate like yeah favorite film growing up but i do i i wouldn't put them up on the same pedestal but they're definitely like it's it's in the same line for me, but um, I will confess something to you. What? I only got about 40 minutes into it the other day when I started watching it. I just couldn't continue. I know what happens because I literally watched it a hundred times when I was younger. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, like I, that's what I mean. Like it didn't do the same thing for me, but I still like enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. That's a bit worse. Uh... Yeah. Um. Oh my God. So, what other points could we touch on? The granny is fucking gas. Um. Oh yeah, she wrecked my head. But anyway, <laughs> you always get a character like that. How many like fucking nine year olds watch this and we're like, who's Tom Jones? But I wouldn't have known. Yeah, literally. I suppose that when we were younger, like we would have all known who Tom Jones was. Like I came out in two thousand and six. Yeah. Like, wow, 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, stop that. I know. Stop that now. Let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I was like nine. Because if you got a four-year birthday, it would have been out earlier in the year. Yeah. So, yeah, I was about eight or nine when it came out. Really? I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. The, <laughs> the thought of it and the movie, I don't like any of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, not what I do, but you know. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say on it. It was also, there was a few jokes that were a bit, I don't want to say distasteful. Like were, what? I'm trying to think. I don't know, they were just a bit like throwaway. Like, do you know, they were like, no, I, like I was going to say distasteful. I don't mean distasteful. I just mean they were just like, Oh, it's very British, I have to say that. Yes, yeah, and I was like, are they doing that on purpose? You know, <laughs> do they think there's a market for this? <laughs> then again, I suppose Wallace and Gromit and all is British. Is it, yeah, it? no, it is. A, Wallace and Gromit it is very, very British. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just shocked that they gave Shane Ritchie a job. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, like, I know, I know you don't like him at all, but... He, he no, did. it's not that I don't like him, he's just a bit cringy. Yeah, he is. I saw him in the board, gosh, doing a play with the actress who played Kat in EastEnders. It was just a bit... Oh, really? They didn't play Kat and they played... Like, no, like, I know. They're in, like, it was an adaptation from a book or whatever. And it was a good play, but he was just a bit... Oh, he just... He makes me cringe. I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, I get it. I do get that. Um, But... I feel like he played Sid very well. I feel like his voice suited the animation of Sid. Yeah. And his personality. And like I could tell it was him straight off the bat because I didn't really like, no, I didn't look it up again before watching it. And when I was younger, I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's Alfie from East Enders. I wouldn't have. <laughs> that's yeah. Jane Ritchie. Singer but, um, of I'm Your Man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, he plays like the like geezer really well, I think. He always plays the geezer in everything. <laughs> I know, but some people just have a cast type. <laughs> they do, those. They like, do. Kate Winslet's on a boat. <laughs> right, okay, you leave her alone, right? She's done more than just go on boat. She's been on land. She's been in <laughs> space. I don't know if she's been in space. Um... Well, we'll see. She's been on more boats than she has. <laughs> New Jackman was leading the circus and bringing the claws out. So, you know, let's put some respect on their names, just not on Jane Ritchie's because gross. And he was in the French Revolution. Come on. <laughs> I was about to say he was Shane Ritchie was in the French Revolution. <laughs> no, Hugh Jackman was in Ladies. <laughs> right. That movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, it was I liked it. <laughs> right, well that, that's for the Lay Mays episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need to breathe. <laughs> right, I have nothing else to say anyway. Right, okay. I don't think I have anything else to say no, either. So uh I'm gonna talk about the success of Flushed Away. Yeah, do. Just give me a second. I will get my notes. They're here. Okay. They are. So Flushed Away has a 73% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which of course means that it is Better than Rent. Yes. No surprise. So despite being popular with critics, the film earned $178 million worldwide against a budget of 149 And this led to DreamWorks ending their partnership with uh, Aardman Animations. Yeah, a big budget. I seen that earlier and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that... Why was the budget that big? And it was. it still turned out the way it did. Like... Yeah. So the film received uh, nominations at the BAFTAs and the Critics' Choice Awards. It also got eight nominations at the 34th Annie Awards, winning five, including writing in a feature production and voice acting in a feature production. All right. I'm assuming that last one was not for Shane Ritchie. Maybe. You never know. This is just a Shane Ritchie hate podcast. Like, it's not. I like him. I like him <laughs> on his leopard print. We're thinking of Cat. <laughs> Yeah, but like, no, he he definitely wore a leopard print short at one point. I think they wore like matching leopard print or something. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My grievances with Shane Ritchie will continue. Um, so, uh, Kate, you know what it's time for? <gasps> what is it time for? It's time for a pop quiz. Pop this quiz. Part of the show where I quiz Katie on this week's topic which is flushed away to see how much she knew knows words um yeah uh 
Katie, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Right. So 10 questions. Question one, where does Roddy live? Kensington. That's correct. Woo! Oh, so proud of myself. Okay, question two. Who are England playing against in the World Cup? Oh, Germany. That's correct as well. Is it? Oh my, no way. That was a full-on guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question three, and this is multiple choice. Okay. So when Roddy picks a movie for movie night, what is the title of the movie? Die Another Day? Die Again Tomorrow? No Time to Die? Or Death Becomes Her? Die Again Tomorrow? That's correct. Tree for tree. Fun fact about that scene: if you look at the titles on the shelf, it's actually other DreamWorks movies like Shrek Two, Shark Tale, ah. bunch of different ones. Wallace and Gromit as well are in there. So, question four: uh, When Roddy is on is on his way to the sewers, he encounters a fish. What does the fish say to him? Oh, it's a is reference. it like Ron? No, it's a reference to something. Oh, um. Oh, a reference. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I can't remember. Can't remember? No. It was, have you seen my dad? Uh, oh, it's a reference to Nemo. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, question five, also multiple choice. What song do the slugs sing when Roddy is alone after stealing Rita's boat? Dancing with myself? What's new, Pussycat? Lonely, or don't worry, be happy. It's lonely. No, that's incorrect. Oh wait, what? When what? he's on the boat. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't think lonely when he's on the boat. They think that at another point. Uh, oh yeah. Um. What new pussycat? No, it's don't worry, be happy. Oh. Oh yeah, I do actually remember that. I don't know what it is. Oh, don't mind me. Okay. Question six. Why in the Toad's backstory he gets flushed down the toilet, but why does he get flushed down the toilet? Oh, because um he was owned by was it a princess and um she got a rat and that's why he hates rodents. Uh yeah, you're he was you're not wrong. He he was replaced, but he was owned by Prince Charles. Oh, Prince Charles, yeah, Princess. Yeah, yeah. So, daughter, he, he, and then they got her a rat and she he flo- she flushed him down the toilet. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Question seven. What was the name of Rita's brother that gave Roddy an electric shock? Shocker. I'm going to give that to you. It's shocky. I knew it was something like that. I knew it. (laughs) Question eight. What is the pattern on Rita's jeans? Flowers. No. Think about it. Patchwork. No, think about it. The the pattern on her jeans. Yeah. It looks like something. What's it look like? A map. No, I'm gonna give you one more guess and then I'm just gonna say <laughs> Rubies. No, it's the Union Jack. Oh, I never noticed that. Clearly. Okay, question nine. What food does Sid offer Roddy when he's watching the World Cup final? 
Sid offer a bratwurst? No, when he's watching the World Cup final, when he gets home, what's he offering? It's a, it's a type of crisp. I was going to say popcorn. It's not a type of crisp. Yeah, it is. It's not a type of crisp. Popcorn's its own thing. It's a type of crisp. Popcorn, anyway, it is a, popcorn, you find it with the crisps in the crisp section. Type that of crisp. doesn't mean it's a crisp. <laughs> um, salt and vinegar? I don't know. <laughs> it was a cheese puff. No. If you say cheese puff is not a crisp, I will scream. Could be a corn. Cheese puffs are corn snacks. Right. Okay. And you find corn snacks in the crisp <laughs> And so is popcorn. So if you're calling cheese well, popcorn, a corn a c- popcorn's a cereal. It's on the bottom of the food pyramid. Well, it's also a corn snack. Like it's cor- made out of corn. Like. Right. Well, cheese puffs aren't on the fucking food pyramid except for the very top. <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna prove this to you. I did food <laughs> studies for six years. You're not trying to prove me wrong. I did it for how many years? You do homework for three. Yeah. Yeah. I did home for three years. So. <laughs> okay, question 10. Um, what nickname does Roddy get? Rodders? No, Y.E. says this is his name, but it's not. It's a girl's name. Yes. No, I do know. I like, I like, I remember. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Oh. Why? Innocent. Innocent. Oh, I, I won't be. I'm just going to say Rosalind, but I know I'm wrong. It's Millicent Bystander. Oh, Millicent. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Right. Okay, we well, got five there. That's actually really good. <laughs> sure, look, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so this is the part of the show where we put uh flushed away on the pop scale based on its place in pop culture or the overall quality and how much you like it katie out of five what are you give them flushed away i'm gonna give it two and a half mm-hmm. because i get where you're coming from like it's not a great film the budget i had and for what was produced you know mm-hmm. it just like it just didn't do that great like in my personal opinion, like I know it was a really big movie when it came out. Like, and obviously we're sitting here talking about it today, so it obviously had some impact. But yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't what they thought it might be. I mm-hmm. think, in my personal opinion, um, and yeah, and then and then I enjoyed it. Like, if I didn't enjoy it, I would probably rate it lower. But I do have this weird like connection still to it. So um, yeah, two and a half. What about you? I'm going to give it a one and a half. Mm. Yeah, I just didn't really enjoy it. Didn't think it, I didn't really get any, it's not like when I watch like Toy Story or anything like that. It's like, I, there's a message here. There wasn't really no message here. No. I didn't get it anyway. Um, As I said, like, I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of animation that like the same look that Wallace and Gromit had and like, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think it was a good story. Shane Ritchie's in it, so I don't really want to acknowledge him, even though I have. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot <laughs> look i'm your man was not on the soundtrack let's thank god for that soundtrack is very good though so i'll give it i'll give it a mm. one and a half just for the soundtrack yeah the soundtrack is good they did pick good songs i will mm-hmm. give them that 
So next part of the show is what's popping. We talk about what's popping with us, meaning what we are enjoying in pop culture right now. Katie, what is popping with you? This week, I am loving The Circle again. It's back season three, US Circle on Netflix. Um, I just love it. I just, there's something about it. Can't get enough. I think there's actually four more out today, I believe. I believe it might have been the 14th. I hope because I it's one of them shows like I'll probably have it done tonight I'm not gonna lie like I'll probably stay up and binge it just because that's how much I like it and that's not my tree I don't do that Mm -hmm. but it's one of these shows that I'm just like no I have to consume it all now um but yeah other than that you know what I'm like nothing else is really popping with me what about you so um I forgot to mention it's our 20th episode Happy 20th birthday to us. Oh. Birthday. <laughs> we should have made this a bigger deal. We'll make it a big deal of 50, okay? Oh, yeah. 50 will be the... Oh, we'll put out the big ones for that. We'll get Hugh Jackman on <laughs> Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh, so what's back Shane with me? Richie. <laughs> Shane Richie. Shane Richie has the time, right? Okay. He's not coming on here. Oh. Anyway. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> Right, okay, so something that's not popping me is Shane Ritchie. Fuck Shane Ritchie. Um, <laughs> Rude, say sorry to him now. Okay, I'm sorry, Shane Ritchie. No disrespect, but you. Um, so I have two things popping with you. They're both podcasts. So one just launched today, and it's from Team Coco, which is a production company by Conan O'Brien. It's called Parks and Recollection. It's a Parks and Recreation recap podcast hosted by Alan oh. Yang, who is a writer on the show. And if you're a Parks fan, he was also a member of the band Mouse Rat, which is within the show. And Rob Lowe, who is a very successful, well-known actor from a lot of things. I believe he's in Footloose. And, yeah. But if you're a Parks fan, you'll know him as Chris Trigger in the show. Another podcast I uh, found today was a podcast called Hold My Interest, where they look at the pilots of TV shows and discuss them and see if they can hold their interest. And they do very similar things to us, which I kind of love. Uh, so that, they're a lot like us, and I think they're actually really cool. So, Ooh. actually, on that note, I have found a podcast this week that I've been kind of starting to listen to, and it's called uh, "Crazy Stupid Fangirls." Oh my god, I listened to that as well. Yes, I've only started. It's actually so good. They're like, class. They're absolutely I, class. I don't know the other co-host. I'm so sorry, I can't remember her name. Not like as if she'll yeah. ever listen, but like yeah, I, I know Elle Mills is one of them, and I love Elle Mills. Um, I used to watch her a lot. But, um, it's Elle Mills and Ramble. Ramble, okay. Um, yeah, but no, she, yeah, it's so good. They have great guests. I'm like, oh, why can't we just be in the public eye so we can get guests like that? They had amazing guests. I know. But, yeah. Yeah, I so, love that. I love them as well. So that's what's popping with us uh, this week. So, Katie, where can the people find us and get it right this time? <sighs> So pressure people can find us on instagram and twitter at make it a podcast you can also um subscribe to us on apple podcasts if you haven't already maybe leave a comment if you'd like and you can also find us on spotify just in case you need a backup podbean and audible i always yes 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 that's this is correct yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna write that down for next week Right, okay, so that is the end of this episode, the end of our 20th episode. We should have made a bigger deal out of it, we didn't. But 
the fiftieth, we'll pull out the big guns. Um, we will. We will. We definitely will. Even we'll do a little bit of for twenty five since. Oh yeah, we should no. do that. That's a good idea. So. Uh, that's the end of this week and we will you will hear us next week and we hope everyone stays safe and has a good week bye bye bye